0: Welcome to Nick's VanCast.
1: Thank you for having me. Yeah,
0: hey, thanks for coming on. Man, we met a couple years ago, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I think
1: um, on a G G tour or something like that?
0: Yeah, I think we were on the East Coast. I want to say, like, New York, probably.
1: Okay. We're, I, I feel like, were you a drone operator at that time, or am I thinking of somebody completely different?
0: I had my drone with me. I was, okay. I was filming with Blizzy. I okay. Had, uh, I had my DSLRM drone. I was flying in New York. Definitely shouldn't have been flying yeah, in New York. yeah.
1: Uh, how'd you get uh how'd you get linked up with Blizzy and them and come through?
0: Yeah, I uh I don't condone this but sneaking a camera into Bill Graham. I mean,
1: every everyone <laughs> does. Everyone does that's how you that's how you get your start. So Yeah.
0: I uh I brought
1: the camera into the
0: Bill Graham Civic Auditorium in a cereal box.
1: In a cereal box? Yeah. Okay. And not many people do that, but that's that's okay. That's tight. Yeah, probably didn't have to go that far, but yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, they they yeah. went through your bag and they were just like, oh cereal, that makes sense. And yeah. they just I hot glued the
0: cereal box back shut. And they were laughing. Security's like, "You gonna eat cereal in the venue?" I'm like,
1: what, yeah. What kind of cereal was it? Was it? I don't know. Like, Good enough, uh, I guess. Yeah, oh, yeah. Cereal. Wow, <laughs> that's insane.
0: What about you? Yeah, how would you uh, how do you end up on that tour? And um, dude, you're doing so much stuff. But we'll, we'll start there.
1: Yeah, man. Um, I mean, that's that's been a big part of like, I guess my career has been working with G and stuff. Um, how did I get on that tour? There's just it's just a web of things, you know. Um. Well, I mean, I guess it kind of starts with my homie, Mark Bull. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Um, I did, a, um, he had an artist that he was working with named Super Superboy. And I, I photographed Superboy's cover, and they really liked it. And I, I worked with Super like, a lot. Um, and then I guess Mark Bull um, got a job at Empire, and then he was just kind of connected with, like, a lot of people. And he was in Chicago at the time. And then Matt Geffen, who was on G's team, who was an intern at the time, Reached out, and he lived in LA. Reached all the way out to Mark, if if he knew any video people, Uh, and apparently they had never met, but you know, just the internet connects you in a way. So, reached out to him. Then Mark gave him my information, and it's funny because I was living in Atlanta at the time. I had left Chicago to go work at an ad agency, and um, so yeah, it's just a weird like little web of things. And um, they reached out to me, G's team, and they were like, "Yeah, we're looking for a LA-based video person." Yada yada. And I was like, that's crazy. I'm moving to LA in a week. So I was like, if that works for you guys, that'll work for me um, I was leaving my job at Havas at the time um, And uh, just leaving Atlanta as a whole moving to LA. I just came from Chicago it was a lot and um, Yeah, I, I flew in to LA met the team met G and all that and make sure you kind of mesh well, you know if you're living with somebody on a tour bus for You know three months you you probably should click, you know what I mean? Um so before they before we did the tour and all that kind of stuff I met with them at uh Sir Studios doing like rehearsals and all that kind of stuff met Blizzy there met Quiz there met the whole team. I was like the only new person. So um you know it it, it was cool. Um and then yeah I guess after that it was kind of history man. I've been working with him for like 3 years now. So yeah, yeah.
0: All throughout dude, you keep every time I look up you're doing some something amazing. Uh you directed um what was it? Free Porn, Cheap Drugs, right?
1: I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yep.
0: that's an incredible video too, Thank by you, the way. Thank you,
1: man. Thank you, man. Yeah, it was fun. It, it was cool to make that video. That was over COVID. So that was like, I, I remember making that video. Was it over COVID? It was over COVID, right? Yeah, probably. I, I think that was the Yeah, time yeah, yeah, because that's when he made the whole project. Yeah, so I just yeah. remember making that video just being like, happy to be working happy to be around people you know it was a pretty run and gun shoot just kind of like the whole vibe was i mean the whole uh, video was just like a vibe and energy and just cool visuals and stuff like that um yeah it, it was cool man i was just happy to be working around people because covid was uh covid was tough so yeah
0: yeah on a lot of yeah. content creators for sure yeah uh where'd you guys film that i mean the the mountains those colors are beautiful everybody we, needs to see that video
1: well shout out to the colorist uh chris lamb um he, he's sick um we f- we went to malibu. um uh, i can't remember the one location with the mountains. um but i do we went to point dune point point dune or point yeah it's point dune. um and we shot like a lot of stuff out there and then the car we actually rented for that shoot we got it on toro and all that kind of stuff and it broke down on the way back. so then i think we had to postpone the rest of like the night shoot and do it the next day so that was a little hiccup and we were stuck in in Malibu with like no phone service for like three or like three hours um it it was it was it was a lot but it was cool man yeah
0: what a way to start your uh your career in LA though dude
1: yeah yeah (laughs) I mean I I had always come out to LA and enjoyed it and um I I always came out to LA and just naturally got like a lot of work here you know I, I love New York but I just never really like got the footing there I went out there a few times for gigs here and there, but L.A. was just always a place that brought me back, you know. Um, So, yeah, I lived in Chicago like six, seven years. Kind of hit the ceiling, you know. I I love Chicago, and I love the creatives there. And um, it molded me to who I am and all that kind of stuff. And it was cool to be close to my family because I'm from Indiana. But, um, yeah, I just creatively, I I felt like I couldn't really go anywhere else, you know. And so then I got a job at Havas, and I actually remember the phone call. I was on tour with Mick Jenkins at the time, but um, I got a call from Havas, and they were like, "Hey, um, you know, we'd like to hire you, but how do you feel about moving to Atlanta?" And I was just like, "I, I think I could. I probably would do that. Yeah, I, I think I could do that. Okay, cool. We'll give you a call back. Yada yada." So it was just really like a ten-second phone call that you know put me on this different path, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, then I moved to Atlanta. Wasn't the biggest fan of it. I didn't. I didn't. I was only there for a year. I was freelancing for like a little bit prior to the, my job at Havas, and you think that you want something, you know, you you see your homies working at these ad agencies or doing this or doing that, and everyone posts like all the great stuff online, but they don't really show like, you know, the the hardships of working at an agency and stuff. So I wasn't the biggest fan of it to be completely honest. Uh, the team was cool. I learned a lot. I, I try not to be like pessimistic in in, in any situation, um, and take away like what I can from it. But, um, yeah, so anyway, after my year at Havas, I left and just moved to L.A. And I planned on moving to L.A. just on a whim. I didn't have, you know, I just didn't really have anything. So the G thing really um, helped a lot because it just gave me consistent work right out the gate. Um, And uh, and, I. I work with people to this day that I met through G. I mean, there's, I mean, and then this right here, I wouldn't be on this podcast if I didn't work with G. So just a lot of things spawned from that. So yeah, man.
0: Dude, this is, that's amazing. Isn't it cool to, uh, to really look back at your, at your journey and think if I'd gone that way, it goes that way Mm -hmm. and and so forth. But yeah, there's a lot of times I think back and I go, well, if I had done this, this wouldn't have happened. or This would have happened differently.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I moved to, um, when I moved to Atlanta, I actually kept my, uh, I kept my lease on my apartment. I loved my apartment at the time. It was cool. It was like two floors. It was in Pilsen, um, 18th and Halstead, like Arts District area. Really cool. And um, I love my neighbors. My homie Floyd lived there. Zoe lived there. Just all that block was just super familiar, super comfortable. Um, so actually, I kept my, my lease um, when I moved to Atlanta and then, because I plan on moving back to Chicago and then kind of this last minute decision. I had a gig in LA and it was in Long Beach and I woke up at like 6 or 7 a.m. before the gig, took an Uber all the way up to Silver Lake, went and looked at an apartment and met the, met the roommates and stuff at like 7 a.m. I was like, thank you guys for doing that. You know what I mean? Because I was just visiting. And um, it was the only apartment that I looked at and then I left. And they texted me like thirty minutes later, like, "Hey, you know, we like your we like your vibe. Whatever, you, you're more than welcome to move in. Uh, we can cancel the other showings if you want." So cool. I, I locked in the apartment that day, um, and uh, then I went back down to Long Beach, did the gig, flew back to Atlanta, and then I had the lease for like a uh, like a month or two, and then I finally moved in. And then I had moved, and then I moved to LA, and then I went on a tour for like three months. So okay. I just had this whole <laughs> lease. I was like the best roommate ever because I was never there. So. Um, yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a lot of things going on at that time. My, my transition from Atlanta to to LA was a lot for that sure. That is
0: Hectic, yeah, that is so yeah. hectic. And then touring is wild. It's tiring.
1: It is tiring, man. And you know what? I'm I'm so over it. But it, it was a cool experience to do it and everything. And uh, I, that's definitely something. I, I'm I'm pretty close to closing that chapter of my life, which is exciting. Um, I'm I'm excited to see what I do next and. And with all the free time, I mean, touring takes up a lot of time. Um, so I'm excited to kind of be more planted in LA and um, work on more creative stuff. I guess, yeah.
0: So when you tell people like what you do, what yeah. do you say? You're a director of photography, you're a videographer. Like, um, what do you say?
1: Sometimes I say uh, that, that's tough because I feel like I wear so many hats. I wear so many beanies. Um, <laughs> I uh, I say photographer. Because I do that. I say DP because I do that. So I say director, too. I feel like director is just kind of encompassing. Like, people think when you say director, you would kind of just encompass, like, an entire project, I guess, or just the entire film industry, I guess, sometimes. For people that don't know um, film, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like this is, like, an easy thing for them to kind of get. Because you say DP, and they're like, what's that, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, those are my my things. But I, I edit, too. um actually the the i i just b- booked an editing editing gig um like just like blurring out and doing like a bunch of like odd things for Cadillac uh for their for their thing coming up um so yeah i, I do i do a multitude of things what i would like to just be is uh probably just a mm, i don't know i i would like to just be a director and photographer and not do edits and not do those things or you know i would i would oversee the project but doing all the edits myself is kind of is taxing sometimes but i like being a camera operator too i like being a dp just because i feel like i just know you know you just know what you want you know and sometimes it's easier to do it yourself maybe i need to find that person that works for me for my crew in terms of like finding a good dp that just knows or that i really like and i like his vision as well um but yeah Dude, so you really do it all. You are the utility. No, for sure. I mean, and I think I learned that from just agency work and stuff like that. They they hire you, and they don't hire you as a as a photographer or DP. They hire it's a content creator. That's like that's like the new term. Um, So yeah, you kind of have to know everything. I mean, I I, even when I was at the agency gig, I was doing like After Effects stuff and. Mm. You know, putting lightning into to, to where there wasn't lightning and all this kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. yeah, you kind of just do it all, man.
0: I mean, even at the hospital I'm working at right now, I was hired mm. as a multimedia mm. communication yeah. specialist. Yeah. So it's yeah. like uh, one day I'm doing photos for, you know, clinicians. The next day I'm doing a video about a service line and then I'm making signs for a vaccination site. You uh-huh. know, it's really anything. But it does give you that freedom later on to say... Oh, I've done that, and now I can do it for you too. Yeah, and you can really follow that path of what you like.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, great. I think it's important to know what you like, and I also think it's very important to know what you don't like. You know, mm-hmm. so
0: I talk to a lot of people like who uh, who they're really interested in like creative process, or you know, not even that. Some people it's just like uh, they look at like L.A., they look at Hollywood, and they go mm-hmm. like, oh you know celebrity culture and stuff and they and they want that and they you don't you don't want that <laughs> they don't want that but it's, don't go to
1: poppy's <laughs> it's a club it's a club in l.a don't go
0: but it's not about you don't get to i guess do the things you're doing you don't get to you know film and with g's you don't do stuff with cadillac because like you wanted to do stuff with them it's really you were good at what you did and it opened doors for you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some people are like I want to do that because it looks flashy and it's not going to get you there.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, If you're a good enough cloud chaser, you (laughs) might be able to get there. But, yeah, I I think, yeah, I've always just been patient with my career um, and uh, tried to get talented, you know what I mean? Just trying to always learn from every shoot. Uh, That's probably my favorite thing about doing shoots to this day. I just love, like, problem solving and, like, getting on a shoot and just making it happen and even when the errors happen and then you can just fix it um and just learning how like light works and and all that kind of stuff is just it's it's fascinating to me and i I learned something every shoot i still am taking something away from it so
0: stock it away and you use it next time yeah yep better exactly and better.
1: yeah yeah and, and you know i love la too because you just have so many talented people here man like just when I lived in Chicago, I mean my career wasn't to the point where I could like hire a gaffer or or hire an AC or whatever all these people but also I just I remember being in Chicago and there wasn't that type of uh you know those type of people, you know what I mean? Like it was it was always really tough the the community is so much smaller. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're better. I mean that was also 6 years ago too, so um But, yeah, I just, there's so many talented people here that I work with. I work with Ant, Ant Boyd, he's a gaffer, super sick. Lit by Eli, another gaffer. I'm a big fan of gaffers, man. Uh, Lit by Eli is a really dope gaffer. I've been working with him on some projects. Um, My homie Chase, super sick AC. You know what I mean? Just like really talented people that. Can just bring a, a vision to life is really cool, man. Yeah.
0: And when you know people who you can collaborate with, who excel at what they do and they like their role, mm, you mm. don't have to be the one person doing everything. Yeah, the opportunities yeah. it opens for your creative vision.
1: Yeah, source. for sure. Yeah,
0: you got all those people around the writer's table.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I could light something, but it wouldn't be as good as Ant or Eli. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a- it's always like you you know if the more work you take on for a project, I think the more mediocre each, like, kind of role becomes because you're just consuming so much of it. And, I mean, that's, I, I yeah, that's just how it goes, man. Do
0: you so, ever work with clients who don't understand, like, how long something takes or how many people, like, it takes to do something? Like, sometimes people
1: come to me and be like,
0: oh, I just want this little video, this little five-minute thing. It's yeah, so easy. people I'm say
1: like, that, yeah. Big thing. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, you know what, I, I've gotten to the point now where I feel like, yeah, I've been able to avoid that recently since moving to LA, and I think it's just who you know how you present yourself and stuff like that. I think if a lot of clients come to me now and they're like, "How does this work?" and then they're they're kind of all ears, which is nice. Sometimes they try and squeeze like a little bit extra, which I think is just normal, you know. Um, but yeah, I've I've thankful, thankfully been able to have the conversation up front and let them know that this is what it is. And if that doesn't work for you, then I don't know if we'll be able to do this, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's been really nice. Cause I did deal with that a lot early on in my career, but I think that was just me not being able to communicate as well or being honest mm-hmm. about a project or maybe me not even really fully understanding the scope. And then I said, yeah, that's doable. And then I went and did it and I said, holy, f- this isn't doable. I apologize. So, um, yeah, I think, yeah, it's gotten a lot better.
0: It's like setting expectations, being able to bring yeah. non-creatives along
1: for, for sure. how, what goes into a project. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure, for yeah. sure. Yep, yep. I think that's really important, man. Communication is key and just knowing knowing what the project takes, man. And if you think it takes this much, just add on a little bit more just to, like, whatever it is, whether it be budget or time or just add some fluff in there, you know, some contingency to to give you, like, a little bit of wiggle room just in case if there is an issue that comes up and you have to problem solved for it and all that kind of stuff. So Yeah. Yeah, man.
0: So how long have you been in L.A., you said?
1: Three years. Three years now? Three years, yeah. Yep, yep, what love was, it.
0: Okay, love so it. COVID, what was that like for you when, you know, you're working with people all the time and then all of a sudden it's like you can't go around people?
1: Yeah, Um. not too bad. I mean, Tiger King came out and I was just, you know, I was just, <laughs> that, that was my world. But also, you know, that's f***ed up, animal abuse and stuff, so that's not cool anymore. Um. But that was such a good show um dude conflicted. that
0: girl lost her arm came to yeah. work like a couple days Next later day,
1: man damn that's dedication yeah i, I <laughs> wouldn't be me i would have collected the check and just you know <laughs> tried to give him a piece out with whatever uh it's, okay um she's actually seems really cool about it so um that's why that's why you can make make yeah I, I think i could do that i think i could do that hopefully hopefully um that doesn't come back to buy me um but yeah uh oh did i um COVID, uh, it. it's gone yeah uh, i f-ing broke it man um <laughs> COVID, it was cool, man. Uh, you know, I was having a really good time doing like, fa- re- I just remember having a really good time doing Fashion Week stuff with G. We did like Milan, and Paris, and all that kind of stuff. Dude, and that
0: GQ shoot. Yeah. That was yeah.
1: Dope. Yeah, man. That was cool to be on. I, I was really happy to do that. Um, that was in Milan. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, that's the one thing I loved about touring, man, was just going to new places. But anyway, yeah, we just, it was, you know, our lives were overstimulated for sure, like just to a certain degree that was just like like insane, you know. Um, we were doing so much traveling, so much it, coming to a coming to a halt. It was it was a lot, um, but I'm also an introvert, like just you know, I, I I love being at home, you know, chilling with my cat, um, just fucking watching, you know, whatever it is, Squid Game or whatever, um, and uh, so I I, I appreciated covid for for you know I, I tried again i try not to be super pessimistic obviously it's a pandemic and that's that's horrible but um my situation out of everything it, it couldn't it was probably the best situation you know i had i was living in this small unit in k-town it was cozy it was comfortable um yeah i know a lot of homies that tried to apply for unemployment and they couldn't get it and that was uh you know for whatever reason I, I don't know you know um and i i applied and i got unemployment and uh, you know, I was able to pay my rent and have a good amount left over to be completely honest. I was chilling. I bought a couch. I was having a great time. I I mean, I was at home, so I literally bought a couch. I was like, I need a good couch to sit on. Um, cause this is where I'm at. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't really complain. It definitely, there were some lulls for sure of like, you know, depression, you know what I mean? Or just like uncertainty. But, um, overall I, I had a couple of projects here and there, like, so yeah, I, I kind of just I kind of just made it by. I know a lot of people that just had to move back home and and didn't have any work and this and that. So like yeah, I mean, I, I fostered a dog. I mean, I had a good time. I was trying to make the best of it. Um, so yeah.
0: I uh, I was fortunate to get unemployment too. But nice. what happened was I was going to start the job I'm at now and uh I left this job I was at. I was doing video work for this uh this tech company up in the bay they mm. make sensors like damage uh control sensors for like aircraft and spacecraft and whatever Sick. and i but i didn't like it and so yeah i knew what I was you, i'm sorry what stuff. were you doing there like i was like just the full-time videographer but okay. then they're like oh you have to actually start learning engineering so you can make videos oh. about our engineering process i'm like okay you man. didn't hire an engineer yeah that's hard. yeah so, wow. uh, yeah, I was a little small small company full of uh, you know nepotism and stuff and yeah. I was like I'm out of here so this job this hospital they're going to hire me and they said that and so I wanted to get the van converted and I was going to yeah. take it to uh Colorado mm. and this was March 2020. Mm. So I was like, you know, I don't I don't want to be here anymore and so I quit my job on March 3rd and then the hospital said Covid's here. We have to wait a little bit before you bring you on. Right, I Like right, I just right. quit my job. Right. I don't know, but luckily I was able to, you know, get the van converted. I was, uh, I got unemployment, luckily, because it was circumstances brought on by Covid, and right, right, sure. I was able to start that job two weeks before the unemployment right now. So oh wow, everything happens for a reason.
1: Nice, nice. But yeah,
0: talk about a contrast from like working to not. Um, but you said yeah. like you said you you uh like a little bit of switch of pace.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, yeah, the switch of pace was nice. I mean, like I said I was overstimulated to to a, to a crazy degree. Um and also, you know, I'm I had mentioned before that I I'm I'm over touring and I definitely am. You know, I, I was over touring at the time and it was nice to have like a break. And then I came back and I've been doing some runs with G and you know, it's not G, it's not anybody, it's not the team. It's just uh I've been doing it for so long. I've been touring since I was like 23. I toured with like Mick Jenkins and yeah, you know, I've jumped on the road with Underachievers and G erbo and um and and stuff like that. I even did like a, a run with Cameron. That was with G Herbo and Underachievers and stuff. Um and then now G and you, once you shoot one show, you kind of shot them all, you know. There's not really, you know, as a I don't like to think of myself as a content creator. I would like to be more creative a more creative person and, and touring just doesn't really give me that outlet. You know, the lights are already there. The person is there. It's more of a document. And I love documentary work too, but this is just, you know, it's just so much, you're just churning out content in a way that yeah. just doesn't really, uh, it just doesn't really speak to me anymore. I guess it used to. Um, so, you know, I I'm, I'm, I'm excited to close that chapter. I'll still jump on the road like a little bit, but we'll see when the time comes. I don't know if I'll do like I don't know if I can do another two months stint or three month stint. I could do like a week, and then I gotta you know my cat. Um, he needs he needs to be fed that that kind of thing. I you know also just being home and just being able to do creative things and and work on other projects and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: it shows. Yeah, yeah especially on a tour, it can get like redundant, especially if you want to like expand your vision.
1: And, exactly, man. And yeah. and yeah, and yeah, you're 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 you know. I, as a photographer, you know, filmmaker, director, whoever you are, graphic designer, you're you're consuming someone else's brand and kind of spitting it back out with your spin on it. Mm. Um so even to this degree I'm I'm consuming I'm just taking what someone else wants for the most part and giving it back to them. So it's still just not even me, like none of it's really what I would want if that makes sense, you know. Creatively, if that makes sense, it totally does. Yeah, I haven't thought about it like that, but yeah, yeah.
0: So it's, uh, it's not like your own like original content. No, it is, but it all. isn't in a way.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. It just has like your little spin on it, you know, um, your little sound design, whatever, whatever touring. That's how the tour videos are now. Just super like, just loud and, uh, you know, that kind of thing. So and tons, tons of cuts yeah. and everything has. Like, <laughs> It's like a fight
0: like, scene or something.
1: Yeah, it's like, yeah. What it's am I like, looking at? Yeah, yeah. You have no idea what's going on. You're like, this is hype. I'm gonna go, and then you know. So, yeah, man. I'm I'm excited to to close that chapter, man. So hopefully I can do it. It's hard to say no. I've been tell- I've been talking to some other people, saying no is tough, man. You know, um, when a job is presented to you and you have the time.
0: You know. Well, you know, it is. It is fun. It is a lot, and like you said, you are just kind of. You know, spitting out your spin on someone's vision and stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, can you talk about that? For people who don't know or haven't done, like, touring and stuff, like, what's that overstimulation like? What is it like for you uh, in your own role? Not as the person singing, but, like, what's the tour like for you? Describe, like, that overstimulation. Um,
1: it, uh, what's the tour life for, for Brian um, Allen Lamb? It's pretty fun. Um, I, have, I have a lot of fun, man. I really do. I think... It depends on the crew that you're around too. I mean, G just has such a great crew. I love Anna and Kata. Anna's his stylist and Kata is his makeup artist and I miss Tristan who who was his, who was or is his photographer. He's he was about to get his visa to to America and then COVID hit and now he's back in Australia and all that kind of stuff. I don't know when he's coming back, man, but you know, the crew was just so cool, man. You know you you know Blizzy and Quiz and all of them. Everyone's really cool and chill and I, they're hom- my homies for life. You know the camaraderie that tour brings you is is probably the most special thing. Like I, I could not see Blizz for ten years, and I'll see him, and we'll pick right back up. You know. Yeah. Um, so that kind of thing is cool, man. But the overstimulation just, just like uh, I don't know, man. I, that's a, that's a tough question. How do I how do I describe it? Can you describe it with like a
0: moment that you were like, whoa. We're like going on like every day. You got like a couple nights in different cities back to back.
1: Man, I don't know if I can. It's I think it's just an experience that you yeah. kind of have to I mean, so many people want to experience the tour life, you know. I know I know like a lot of people like want to do the road thing or photographers and video people. That's how like a lot of people get their start. I definitely think it's a fun experience, but yeah, you just you it's groggy, you know. You I mean, I I would, you know, drink a good amount of the time just cuz it's just the environment that you're in if you smoke you'll probably smoke you know what i mean like whatever um just all the parties and, and 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 people bringing around girls and all that kind of stuff i mean it's just like it's just a lot of it's just a lot of stuff man it's just a party like again depending on the tour i mean if you if you're on tour with i don't even know like uh i'm trying to think of somebody chill um yeah. i can't right now but right. yeah it's just um, oh, totally. It
0: can be different for the
1: Yeah, for you're sure. With.
0: Doing like video editing, like on tour, what was your process for like capturing something and then like putting it together and then getting enough sleep or that was, sleep? <laughs> that was actually probably
1: my least favorite thing is just you know, I, I think video people really get the short end of the stick on tour. Um not so much photo. I, I can I can churn through photos pretty easily, and e- I can churn through edits easily too. Now, I think we, it's it's almost like muscle memory, you know. Especially with those uh, the type of um, the type of videos that have become popular are just like the really fast pace, the the those type of crazy sound design videos I think Gibson Hazard probably really popularized that Dude, Everyone crazy <laughs> yeah everyone kind of took that and then just wanted to be like Gibson and everyone was just like I can't do any of that but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to like you know what I mean do it in, in, with sound design and stuff so that's like a really popular thing and um, yeah it's, it's kind of muscle memory at the end of the day because it's just like I said it's kind of the same thing you're kind of just churning out a very similar piece of content every time um, and I tried to have fun with it too, but at the end of the day, I mean, you're on tour for two or three months, every like, maybe like, maybe like five shows, four shows, whatever you work out with management or whoever, then you turn out a video. So it's like you do all those shows and then right after the show, you dump the footage and that's when everyone else starts to like have fun or go to sleep. And you don't, you can't you can't have fun or go to sleep because you're just now you're locked in this. So yeah. I've been shooting all day and now I'm dumping footage, and you know organizing it and and r- backing it up on another hard drive because if something happens to that one, then you're kind of. F-ed. Um, and yeah. then you either start the edit right there and optimize the footage or however you do it, render it, whatever. Um, and then you start to edit, and then you start it and can continue it the next day and do it however long you need. Usually they want like you know you're you're just creating a quick little piece, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you send it to management and the artists, and then they chat about it and give you notes, and then and then you give them back the next one. So it's just like a lot. And then all all the while you're so then while they're doing sound check, you're editing this video. You know, it's just a lot, man. Um, that was probably my least favorite thing. I just think having to edit on the road was just such a bummer. Cause like yeah. It, it just sucked up so much time. And again, I, I care about the work that I put out, and it's hard to like make a real piece that I like, just just out there like that. So again, I'm not making it for me. I'm making it for somebody else. So right. as long as you understand that as a photographer, or filmmaker, or whatever you are, that when you work with these brands or these artists, to not get frustrated, that you're making you just if that's your lane, then that's kind of what that you just have to kind of yeah. do that. So
0: you definitely get efficient that's for sure
1: yeah yeah i mean i can <laughs> i can i can run through some edits now man but like i said yeah i mean i learned a lot doing all that yeah. um so yeah i don't i don't i don't want to do that ever again <laughs> um but yeah I've, I've and even the past couple of things i've done with g i passed off the edits now i've been trying to like mm-hmm. be a little more hands off on that kind of stuff yeah. give myself more time for other projects and stuff so what you love yeah
0: yeah that was yeah. the first time i had gone to the east coast and uh yeah I did not get to really see those
1: cities no and you yeah you don't and... yeah you don't really get the experience i mean i've i've been probably to like all the u s you know um cities and states and i Subway. not cities uh states and yeah. um couldn't tell you what Subway. what was going on you know yeah. um but i love going to europe uh, i love i love i mean touring like i said, i'm thankful for it it's taken me to all over europe dubai um africa you know all those all those places man so yeah it's pretty dope
0: and you get like you said people on on the crew but also probably people in those places you meet some
1: really oh cool yeah people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure man yeah i mean i still yeah I, I talk to some people regularly still that i've met from like you know wherever you know way back when or whatever so and, and this this is a perfect example of that so yeah 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 man
0: what are some of the things you've been up to these days 2021 2021 i mean most recently i don't know if you can talk about your kid Cudi cadillac stuff oh yeah
1: man yeah wow. I, I thought you were about to say something scary <laughs> i was like what the fuck did i do um you were like i don't know if you can. um scary awesome no it was cool man um you know what that was probably the thing i'm most proud of recently yeah i mean yeah i can definitely talk about it um it was cool it was fun shout out to jamie dolan who is the producer on that
0: so what was it uh, exactly? What he brought the me project? For the project.
1: Uh, the project was um, Kid Cudi for Cadillac. Man, I mean, c- uh, Cadillac is coming out with their new um, lyric, um, and it's their first electric vehicle. I want to say, and um, yeah, they just wanted to get big names to kind of promote it. Um, they, so they got they got Kid Cudi and SZA, and uh, my homie Jaylen, uh, Jamie Dolan produced it, and um, Mermaid Productions. Mermaid Productions. I don't know how she says it, but um, yeah, they did that. And, um, yeah, it was cool, man. Uh, Kid Cudi, I don't know if, if you know me, you know that, um, Kid Cudi is an idol of mine, like favorite artist by far, you know what I mean? So to be able to do that, I was like really shook. I texted some of my homies from Indiana being like, yo, I I, I didn't tell him until it was like for sure, for sure. Um, cause it was just, you know, this industry's kind of, you know, things happen, you know, and, and especially dealing with artists that big. Yeah, their timeline, their their schedule doesn't work out, whatever. And, and cuddy has been doing like a lot of movies and stuff. So, um, you know, I didn't hold my breath, because um, um, I just thought, you know, I was like, something's gonna happen, you know, whatever. But it didn't, and then the project happened, and it was really cool, man. I don't even know where to start on it, man. Yeah, I mean, I just woke up to a text one morning, and my homie Jamie just said, like, Hey, man, I'm I'm working on this project. I want to pitch you for it um he's he's just like it's for cadillac and i was like okay cool and i was just like yeah send in my work whatever whatever you gotta do i'm I'm down he's like are you available these dates and i was like yeah he's like cool he's like he's, he's like oh and, and it's for kid cuddy i think he was f- with me because like he's like you know said it like last i feel like and um and i was like dude you're joking we kind of went back and forth he's like no i'm serious like it's for Cudi. i'm gonna i'm gonna throw your name in there uh i think you'd be perfect for it hopefully it works out and to me you know artists with that with that kind of profile too sometimes they they have i mean that that are like that that big um they have like their own you know own photographers that they try and bring on and that kind of stuff so it's it it can be hard to work with those artists because you just never really get let in you know they only let certain people in that kind of thing so um anyway Cuddy's team saw my work um production team saw my work um all that kind of stuff and they all said yes 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 he shot me the text that i was good um i was just like i still just wasn't gonna hold my breath you know i didn't want to get my hopes up it's it's a bummer to get your hopes up so yeah man um i brought i well i didn't bring him on but my homie jamie i i I introduced him to my homie ant who's a gaffer a a while back on a couple projects so it was cool to be able to work with ant again i worked with ant on a bunch of different projects i was super comfortable with him. um uh, brought on Phoebe who's a digitech she made me super comfortable like I was super happy she was there just to make sure my focus was there and all that kind of stuff um, and she also like then so she had like her little laptop going with kind of running through the images so you get to see on a bigger screen and then they had a tear set up and it was going to another monitor for client and the agency and then it was going to like Cuddy's team and then it was getting like live streamed to another client somewhere it was like a lot uh, a lot of eyes on it. Um while it was happening it was it was it was cool. Um but yeah, man, it was dope. That was that was fun.
0: That's cool. I mean, yeah. cuz you've worked with a lot of big names and it's like you you you'd definitely hear that you'd look up to this guy a lot. No, yeah,
1: but- that that one fucked me up, man, to be completely honest, like I thought I it made me so sick the sh- the the idea of doing the shoot and I know that sounds odd, but I had to so like 5 days prior to the shoot, you had to get a, a PCR test. That's cool day of shoot you had to get a rapid test that's cool. I actually went and got a rapid test maybe the day after my PCR or the day before my PCR. So I took like three tests like in a week. I was just like in my head. I was like I don't feel very good, you know. I was like kind of just I made myself sick, like if that makes sense. Mm, I don't I'm know if nervous. you I don't know if you've ever been so nervous or stressed. Yeah. Uh to that degree, but I could have worked with any other artist and I would have been fine. Jay-Z, Beyoncé, whoever, and I would have been fine, but just like it just it just messed me up mentally, man. Like someone that I looked up to for so long, just like I was going to be able to be able to work with them. And I was like, something's going to happen. You know what I mean? I was just waiting. And at the end of the day, I was like, COVID's like the only thing that can happen right now. And I was like, I feel like I have it. You know, you think the worst. Um, and so I just wasn't feeling super 100, but um, I didn't have it. So it was just all in my head, dude. I was going fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> swear to God, dude. Yeah, uh, I would I was, be too. <laughs> I was going, I was literally going insane for like a whole week. But um, yeah man yeah it was cool he, he was a great guy to work with cuddy um super quick man we we only had him for i think we only had him for like two or three hours and then i know that he came a little bit late because i think he was coming from something else like not out of his control he you know he, you know um so i think we only had him for like an hour and 30 minutes and we had like three different setups but prior to him getting there we we set up at like 8 a.m and he didn't get there to like 4 p.m so we set up and we have the car in the center of um you know the studio and we just go through each setup so we set up the light for this one we swung everything over set up the light for this one swung everything over set up the light and then uh then we swung it all back and then client went through we had a stand-in or whatever so when cuddy got there it was just like you know just kind of on um and he he requested to put on a nirvana and pink floyd which is dope because i love pink floyd I love Nirvana. I love Pink Floyd. And but he, he asked to blare it. Like, just I mean, like, my ears were like I had to like shout as loud as I could to communicate with whoever I had to communicate with, which I, I kind of dug. I was like, this is like, this is I feel like crazy right now, but this is cool. Um so yeah, man, I remember there was people uh, we were doing it. We did a wet down, so we got the we got the floor yeah, all wet. Good. So so yeah, so we got the floor all wet to like kind of give it the glisten and everything. And I just remember shouting at the wet down dudes because they just couldn't hear me. They were all the way like in the back wetting it down. I just remember like shouting and then looking at cutting me like yeah okay cool. So and then I'm like shouting over here too. I'm just like dude. This is like I loved it, man. It was it was a lot of fun. So everyone was happy with it, man. Um, client client liked the images. I liked the images. It, it would have been cool to be like a little bit more creative, but um, you know. Cadillac they wanted the wheel turned a certain way and I had to they wanted it to be photographed in a certain way so I had to like sit on an apple box for all the photos so like you're not too high you're not too low that kind of thing Um, but yeah man overall it it was you know I was super happy to do it super blessed to, to be able to be in that atmosphere and, and be in his orbit, you know. So. I mean, the images were beautiful. Yeah. Did you know? Uh, did you know his hair was going to be red? I, I didn't know his hair. Uh, someone had mentioned his hair was going to be red, and you know what? I didn't know that. Um, we, we, you know, we had a light setup. A, we had a different light setup that I actually liked more. And then the, some people had other opinions, and that's cool. So we kind of switched it to, like, well, we tried a few other things, and then we were just like, you know what, let's just do a bright white light. The space was interesting, you know, the fucking ceiling is lit in a, in a certain way. I'm glad, I liked our original light setup, and then other people had some opinions, so we had to switch it uh, to like just a regular white. But then he showed up with his red hair, and I'm like, you know, what, it's probably good, because the other one was like, we had like a slight magenta cast to it. It was, it was you would have to see the image. Uh, but ant was like standing in with like his ipad like dialing and all these colors and stuff um i really like that light setup but i don't think it would have been as good if since his hair was red mm-hmm. so uh i think the white light was cool man and that's and that's uh that's what we that's what we landed on so it was dope yeah man sure, yeah man i think i think his hair is purple now or green he's been going he's yeah. been going through some colors man so yeah. um yeah man i, I love cutting, man it's crazy actually i got a i got a tattoo of one of his um, song titles like a month before that that happened, and I'm just like, I don't, yeah. Everything super for a reason. Right, I, I think we put it out there in the universe, man. It was Dude.
0: odd. Well, congratulations on that. Mm-hmm. You talk about, like, uh, you know, Thank people, you. there are clock chasers for sure, and people want to, like, get close to this celeb or that or whatever, yeah. but I think it's cool because yeah. what you've been doing is you've just been working so hard that you set yourself up to be in a position where you can work with people who you like,
1: look th- up to, and I think so, man. Yeah, I mean, I like to think that I don't think I'm a you know clout chaser. Um, not at all. I don't, I don't own any, I'm not a hype beast of any sort. I don't own, I've never owned Supreme, um, never owned any Yeezys. I do have a pair of Yeezy boots, I bought yeah. them and then I moved to LA and I've just literally never worn them. Um, I don't really own any any Yeezy stuff, you know, I've just um. I like my Dickies, I like my Converse. I do like my carhartt. I love car. I'm not going to do carhartt. Sh- though I that's I think it's important to just not do all of that stuff, you know. Just work ethic is important, man. You might it might take you a little bit longer. You, socialites and and all that kind of stuff, they can they can get to a certain place and then they can fumble it because their their craft just really isn't there, you know. Yeah. They can they can fake it to a certain degree and then um you know it's tortoise in the hair kind of thing, so I've been patient it used to get to me um it it did I remember seeing other photographers and and this kind of thing and and same time being like happy for whoever it was or whatever, but also being like, uh, why you know you always wonder why you're not in that position you know and um i I think uh I'm in a great position now, so I think it's always cool just to kind of be calm. And uh just kind of trust your gut and, and trust your work. So yeah.
0: That's huge. Yeah. yeah. And once you start doing things that opens doors for more, like we said before. Yeah. And it is it's so true about patience, trusting your instinct.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There was yeah. a guy
0: who had gotten like a like a media pass to um to one of those G shows back in twenty eighteen before I got connected with Blizzy and stuff. And he hit me up on Instagram and was like, Dude, I saw some of your shots. I uh I have some footage from that night too. What if we collaborate and make like a video? I'll, I'll edit ooh, something together. Ooh. And then uh, if it takes off, I'll tell them it was like your footage.
1: Ooh. And I was like, okay, that's cool. You're a good guy. Yeah. Stop being so good.
0: <laughs> I was stoked, you know. I hadn't had like a lot of opportunities with people like I really looked up to before. And um, so he's like, yeah, I'm going to Dropbox you my footage so you can see what it looks like. And I was like, cool. When I get home from work, I'm going to send you my stuff too.
1: I'm, I'm just going to get a straight, straight trash.
0: Straight trash. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah, he was backstage and this footage was just terrible, shaky. He was
1: backstage though, man. He's backstage,
0: so that's all was, you need. Here's the dilemma. You go, yeah. Well, he's there. But then you trust your guy. And I and I hit him back and I was like, I think I'm gonna hold on to my footage. I was like, Thanks anyway, but like I'm good. And I just told him no. And he was kinda mad. He was like, All right, whatever, bro. Yeah. And like two days later, Blizzy hit me up and he was like, Bro, do you like to travel? And I was like, Trust your gut. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that's all there is to it. Yeah, man. I mean, you uh, you seem like you have a good idea of what you want. You know what I mean? I mean, you, you're able to do this. You know, so.
0: Yeah, you know, you you see people. I mean, not even in my sphere. You see people like, you know, just doing stuff. Yeah, for not. Yeah, it's clout, you know, and they just want to, like, have a certain image about themselves. But are they really happy doing what they're doing? Right, right. It's like, I could maybe, I work at a hospital. I could maybe stop doing media, go to, like, go back to school and try to be a nurse, and maybe, like, make more money or something. Yeah. But would I be happy? I don't think so. No. So yeah. you got to, like, do it. <laughs> it's like, would you rather, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, would you rather make, like. $50,000 a year doing what you absolutely love, or like $100,000 a year doing something you like that doesn't really sustain you. and mm. You're not that happy.
1: I mean, I would do the, I mean, <laughs> maybe do the one thing you don't like just to kind of stack up some bread and then come back. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, yeah, you know, sometimes you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take the L sometimes and just that's um, be sustainable, you know? So, yeah, man.
0: But I also think that you gotta be like a little bit like, okay, I'm gonna stick with this thing that I'm, I yeah. love yeah. I'm not going to go to medical school <laughs> for sure yeah
1: yeah yeah for sure yeah man I mean I recently I've been doing a lot of uh gear rentals that's kind of been my side hustle um so that's that's interesting I never thought I would enjoy it I I enjoy it though um I rent all my stuff out on ShareGrid. um I mean I have probably I probably do like 20 rentals a week I mean I do like a lot um and I just keep buying more and more gear just to like I mean I you know um, but it's interesting. I enjoy it because, you know, some people hit me up and they're like, hey, does this work with this? Would this kit be... So helping somebody build out a kit for themselves or, like, letting them know that this is a better option than that for their shoot and just kind of giving them... Kind of just setting their shoot up for them in a way. Um, it, it's kind of... It, it's it's kind of fulfilling, you know? Because, um, cool. you know, me coming up, I never really had that outlet. I just... I just remember being on set trying to figure it out or make it look like I knew what I was doing just because I didn't want you know, to, you know, um, look bad. Um, so, you know, it's nice to, I, I've really been enjoying like people hitting me up and like figuring out how, like asking questions and how things work and then renting some gear and then, then putting it to use and seeing what they create and all that kind of stuff. So I've been, I've been enjoying that for sure. Yeah. That's
0: cool. You get to like a weird mentor people a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's
1: weird. I, I didn't think about it like that. I was like, yeah, I'm going to make some bread. Um, And then now recently it's been cool to like do that. I mean, I do like a lot of rentals. Um, I rent out all my stuff. I got some cook lenses, a red. um, I just started buying some aperture lights and stuff like that. And it's cool because now I I have another stream of revenue, which is always great, uh, especially when it's like residual. You know, you don't, I'm not really, I'm walking outside and giving it to somebody, you know, Uh, and they rent it out for a week. And then the whole time it's just kind of adding up. And, um, and then also, yeah, now I have all this gear that I get to use on a shoot, you know, mm. and then I'm on a shoot, it, it, it could be a lower budget thing and then, but I can make it higher quality or higher production value just because of what I have. So now no matter what I put my time into, it always has a standard, which is cool. Mm. If that makes sense. Uh, that was yeah. kind of like a goal for me because I love, I mean, I love doing the Cadillac stuff um you know or or any bigger shoots but it's always cool to work with like the lower budget stuff is always cool man cuz you always have a little more creative control you know or or it's doing you're doing it with your friends or something like that so it was always just like a little bit, the level of enjoyment is always just like right there you know it's like a little bit better yeah. um so to be able to enjoy it and then also to bring in my own stuff and then have uh just bring it that give it that quality is always really nice I have a friend yeah. who's like the nuts and bolts video guy. He like knows all the specs and I'm I, like, I got a I, homie I'm like that too. My homie, Matt. Don't know. Yeah. Matt, <laughs> my homie, Matt, I literally text, I text him all the time. And I feel bad like just texting him questions and stuff, but I'm just like, buddy, you know, so just tell me, yeah. you know, uh, And he, and he's super helpful. Um, super great dude. Uh, I, I've worked, he's been an AC of mine a couple of times. I mean, he directs his own stuff too. He wears many hats. Um, and yeah, he, and knows everything i'm like too and he owns everything too i'm just like it's like buddy what are you doing with all this stuff and I, I have no i have no idea um so he he's he's an enigma man he's cool um so yeah man it's dope it's dope are you renting this stuff out
0: of here at the, the co-op
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. can yeah. you
0: talk a little bit about this community you're living in? It's incredible.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, that's fun. Dude,
0: yep. you were living let's, amongst let's all have, these creative Let's people. Ha, let's have
1: fun. Um, yeah, man. Um so I live at Lacey Studios right now. Uh you can Google it. You can come visit me. Um uh How would I describe it? It's um well, How would you describe it? You just came for the yeah. first time. So you've you I I mean I have some words, but
0: Dude, it's it's a trip. Like the way you're describing it is like a bunch of people who are just passionate about all sorts of visual arts, yes, uh, living in a community. That's it's correct. like this tranquil place in the middle of this busy city. It is tranquil. Uh, that's a good word for that, okay. And I don't know, you just feel good walking through this you place. F- it
1: felt good, right? Okay. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, no, it's it, it, back to LA. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, so yeah, man, that's that's probably the best way to it is tranquil, it is weird, it's tranquil, it's weird. And yeah, it's, um, you know, you come from, we're like five, 10 minutes from downtown. You know, we're five, we're like 10 minutes from Echo Park and Silver Lake and the hustle and bustle of all these things and stuff like that. And then you kind of come to like, it's a pretty empty road when you, when you pulled up here, um, you found street parking like that. That's rare. Um, and, um, yeah, there's, I mean, this is the only like live living situation on this block across the street is like a, is an animal shelter kind of thing. And, um so yeah it's just all my neighbors just right here you know um it's cool you know my 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 neighbor alexa she's a painter my other neighbor simone she's a photographer she's really dope uh elliot he's a clothing designer and it's cool that i'm able to you know ramble off all these names i mean there's just my neighbors you know a lot of people don't know your neighbors or or maybe you do like a little bit and you don't really click with them or whatever i mean i i i've and love all these people uh, in this in this uh little little unit um and uh yeah they're all really talented man and i've i've i'm actually working with alexa she has a show coming up on the 12th um elliot he makes he makes uh he's a clothing designer um i just photographed some some of his art projects. like he makes like art you know what i mean I, I you'd have to see it but he works with like leather like a lot and does like really cool stuff and makes makes clothing for, like, a lot of people and whatnot, um, and, um, so I photographed some of his stuff, um, Alexa has a show, I'm gonna shoot some stuff at her show for her, um, it's just cool to be able to do that, man, because, like, they're all really talented, and and I have no problem, you know, I, I want to work with them, you know, in, in that capacity, so, um, yeah, man, it's just a dope, there's a, um, I told you that there was a, uh, what's the, the, the animal lady with the, uh, Oh yeah. Taxidermist. Yeah. There's a taxidermist Dude, that lives here, dope. which is an odd one, but that's cool. Um, you know, finds your niche. Um and then um yeah, there's a puppet maker here. Her her apartment is like so cool i I wish i had pictures of it i showed you that other you showed me no no no. i showed that that lady i don't know what she does but her apartment looks insane
0: what's cool is living in a place like that it's not even you don't even have to do the same type of art as these people but you're getting inspiration Mm -hmm. from people who have different visions yeah and it's just yeah it's amazing to be around
1: yeah it's refreshing to just you know i don't know, man. i'm from indiana so just hearing just hearing people talk about creative is this cool to me it still is i think it forever will be cool man because you know growing up i did not have any outlet like that you know so um yeah it's always it's always cool man like i'm just like i envy these people you know so
0: dude that's what i really love miss i really miss uh living in la like just so many people out here yeah chasing their passions uh go any any night to downtown yeah somebody playing music somewhere
1: yeah 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 oh yeah i've been doing a lot of um yeah i've been doing a lot of jazz bar spots recently or just bar spots that have yeah. like live music eta in highland park i've been going to dope bar and then they have i think they have music like every night and it's yeah. like sometimes it's free sometimes it's like ten dollars at the door it's super chill and then uh, and it's like a die, it's like a divy bar and yeah. like just like cool music man it's just cool and then um i, I went to the spot in pasadena the other day Barkley, the barclay Bar and Pub or something, Barkley, yeah. barclay Grill and Pub. Just like this really it looked like it looked like a western just out of a western movie like wood everywhere like bar and then they ha- I think they have jazz like every night, man. So it's just cool, man. I, I love LA. Um I do a lot of um comedy shows too. I told you about Theo Vaughn that I that I love. I love I love listening to his podcast and I think I've seen them live maybe twice in L.A. and it's just cool. You can I can go online right now and buy a ticket to a comedy show and and it's and it's good comedy. Like it's for like however much the ticket is, it's like $20, 30 bucks, sometimes fifteen, whatever. Um, and it's just like a list. You know what I mean? And it's just dope that you can do that. I, I love L.A. Man, it's great. So. Have you
0: been to the Moroccan Lounge?
1: I have been to Moroccan Lounge. Love I, that place. I saw, I've been there once. I saw Carrie Foe there, I believe. That's where she performed at. Um, uh, shout out to Carrie. I love you, Carrie. Um, and um, yeah, Moroccan Lounge is a cool like, little spot. It's like the It's the venue and then there's like, go through the doors and there's like a restaurant bar. It's like that dark, old timey looking
0: yeah. bar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I was Sick. there like every week. I love it. <coughs> have some, yeah, there's some cool people come through. Sorry, like, I yelped. That's okay. Um... I have a question for you.
1: Okay, that's good. There's
0: something I want to ask. Is As part of this van cast, I want to like, you've shared so much about your creative vision mm-hmm. and why you love doing what you do.
1: It's a nice bed, man. What kind of, what is this? this is, is this a uh, pedic or something real quick? Let's I don't know what it is. What this this is.
0: came with the van. Uh Came with the van? Not with the van, with the people who converted okay. it. Uh, oh, it is a, what is it, memory foam?
1: Uh, okay.
0: Dude, I don't like memory foam.
1: No? No, it, I like memory you get sucked in and it f*ks your neck up. My neck is yeah. gone. Okay, yeah. Cool,
0: cool, cool. Dude, when I lived in LA, I first I had this pickup truck and I had built this uh, bed platform. It was uh-huh. like uh, out of plywood. And I had one of those like one inch foam toppers for your mattress that you'd put like I, in your I
1: have pillow. one of those right now.
0: Yeah. So I just put this on a piece of plywood though. Oh, okay. This rickety, like 30 inch wide bed platform uh-huh. made for the back of my truck to go camping. But mm-hmm. when I moved to LA, I was renting this tiny little pool house studio look, look you now. and i just slept on that yeah but it messed my back up ah
1: uh, okay and then i don't like this because you do sink in you
0: sink well, in sink in, and in the middle yeah a little yeah. spring like a spring mattress is this
1: a king or a queen or this is a queen, queen
0: but cut wow. a little short which is okay because i'm a little bit shorter
1: yeah yeah i'm mean, i'm on a full right now dude so yeah. it's all good i need a I i need to grow up honestly this is ridiculous <laughs> i just move so much man moving beds yeah. i'd buy like a new bed i feel like all the time just because i'm always moving it's easier just to buy it so um yeah is this and I, I, is this real wood like what kind of wood are we talking this here this is wood uh it Be- feels feels real
0: beetle 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 kill pine or something like that yeah. i don't know
1: i, I wanted like to build to... it out myself
0: and my parents were like you should probably have someone do it because you don't know what the heck you're doing
1: did you did you do this yourself or no
0: <laughs> no out in Jersey, Oh, Colorado. I saw you tagged them that's yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: I will probably go to them once I want to do this, man. This is sick.
0: Yeah. What kind of car are you driving right now? That thing is It's dope. a it's
1: a El Camino 1985 just murdered out, blacked out. Um it's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's a gas guzzler. I do um I do want to I, I I just read somewhere that um somebody paid like 30,000 which not that crazy of a price because cars regularly cost like that much, but he he converted his El Camino to electric. Oh wow! Uh, and it only cost like thirty thirty thousand, and not okay. to say only. I don't I don't have that money. Um,
0: but, but as far as doing something like that,
1: I mean, if you if you want to buy a Tesla or something, it's I mean, you're that's you're probably looking a little bit more than that. I don't know how much Teslas are, but I think those are around forty. So At I already got minimum. the fucking yeah, yeah. And so and I love Teslas too, man. But um, I already got the thing, so. Maybe in like two years, three years, once you know battery technology is a little bit more up and like you know you get more range or whatever and all that kind of stuff, um, I might I might do that because I love that car, man, and and people love that car and it's it's dope, man, it's, it's great. Amazing. But it's uh it's not good for the environment, it's not good for the wallet. Um, if gas is like you know four ninety nine right now, I'm just like this is this is outrageous. So. Yeah. Um yeah so thank you for pulling up to my apartment cuz oh, I didn't sure. I, how much is how how is the gas mileage I feel like this is um, a lot
0: Well it's a 24 gallon tank I don't know I probably get like 17 miles a gallon actually
1: Oh so 16, we're like at the 17? same Yeah dude we're <laughs> like at the dude, this sucks dude Yeah I mean I'm Yeah yeah so it's I annual.
0: I wrote,
1: I rode a I rode a motorcycle for like 3 years dude just like I saved so much money cuz I I didn't pay for parking uh, anywhere um, no traffic. <laughs> no traffic. Um, I put maybe ten dollars of gas in it a week, um, uh, and it was just cool, like you know. Um, Doesn't it scare yeah, you? Dude, I, I on, you? I live on I live on the edge, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean it was just such a cheap thing, and I, I bought it for like three or four grand and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I man, I, I recommend everyone get a motorcycle, and it was good for the environment. So shout out to that. So.
0: Dude, that scares me though, because you could be the best motorcycle rider in the world it's the other people you gotta oh worry i've about. gone down
1: a few times what? yeah On yeah. The road? yeah yeah for sure maybe uh i went down like three weeks ago man I, I was just i had to i made a run and when you lane split you're you're technically so you know you got the two cars everyone's going this way and then you got the other lane but we're not worried about that we got you know car here car here so you lane split down the middle and everyone's going straight i Someone was doing some stupid, sh- and I couldn't fit, so I I wanted to I went to the, um, to the right side, and I was lane splitting there. You shouldn't really do that because then if someone's turning right uh, yeah. into a parking lot or something, they can't see you. So, um, you know, they left like a little space for someone to turn, and I'm just blazing through it. And then the person is turning, I see them, they see me, it's too late, I hop off. Uh, my bike kind of goes down, does like a little thing, sparks start flying. Um, I actually, I, I don't know, I i felt fine. I mean, I, it was like my third time, fourth time going down. I had some bruises. He actually did stop. I didn't know he was going to stop. Um, if I stop too fast, you kind of just skid out anyway. So you're kind of better so, to hop off. Yeah. You might as well just like, yeah. you just cut your losses, man, and just, and just jump off of it. Um, so I did that and my bike started up fine. Sometimes when you, when you fall over, the gas, um, it comes out of the tank, like, a little bit, so then you had to, like, let it rest for a second. But I gave it, like, three minutes. It started right back up. Uh, one of the handles is looking kind of funny, but uh, I got to take it to Harley anyway. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, that was dangerous. And I, I wasn't insured. I was not insured That's at the time. The
0: thing.
1: <laughs> I was not insured. I'm sorry, Mom. Um, 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 I just, I don't plan on riding my motorcycle but my car. I need to go to the shop for a couple of days. So literally just need to run a quick errand, and that happened, and I was like, so... Don't do that. That's gnarly. Lane split down the middle, and you should be better off. So, God, you're safe. Dude, that's the thing. It's
0: like, I would, I think years ago, I'd be like, yeah, motorcycle. I had a bad head injury, though, like seven years ago. You did? Yeah. On a motorcycle? No, I jumped into a river, and I hit the back of my head on a rock.
1: Oh, well, that sounds like a... Oh Yeah, dude, that's, you see that's my messed skull up, and dude. Stuff. Oh. I had
0: like a brain hemorrhage.
1: Oh damn, dude! I'm sorry, dude. Good now.
0: Unless I'm like damn. dream, am I dreaming right?
1: No, now? shout out to the Lord, man, for that. You're you're here for real. So damn.
0: Uh, it was a couple years of like concussion symptoms, bad though.
1: Like what kind of symptoms, dude?
0: Like, uh, you wouldn't tell by talking to me. You wouldn't mm, notice.
1: I'm, I've noticed something. Uh, no, I'm just like, go ahead. <laughs> uh,
0: and I could drive. I was fine, but just like something felt ever so slightly off, and it was sad because it was like. Almost like you look at something in the distance, and it felt like almost like it was in like a dream or something. It was weird. That sounds cool. You got some visual effects, man. Yeah, but
1: you got shrooms for life. That's pretty sick, man. (laughs) I'm actually jealous.
0: (laughs) And it was just it was sad though because I was like, I remember how I used to feel, and I'll Mm. never feel like that again. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Apparently brains take you can heal brain like five ten years later depending on the severity. And three years later, I started like one day I was like, oh I'm good. All no. right. Uh, but three years you know, later, you're like, I feel better. Yeah, you know, scared my parents to death. So, yeah, right. Um, so I'm like, I'm going to take a little less risk.
1: Don't now. jump into water anymore, bro. I don't even like water. Yeah. If I can't see it, in, nah, Dude, I'm good. I don't care what it is, man. I'm I used good. to
0: surf. No more surfing for me. I'm like, nah, man. No, thank you. No, don't do yeah. that.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Well, we're both here. So that, yeah. that's good.
0: And uh, we'll do it again for sure. But uh, what is something that you would leave the people with? Boom. What is something you would leave the people with? How do they do what you're doing exactly or do what they want to do in a different avenue
1: what's the one piece of advice that you've gotten that you would impart to others Mm, i mean i think we kind of touched you know that's interesting i mean that that's a tough thing because hopefully hopefully you enjoy what you do grind um communicate well i mean i think communication is key man i mean uh and then just actually execute stuff like you can have the best ideas and then not execute it, and it's just like I mean, go f- yourself, you know. Like, what are you gonna do? So, uh, can I cuss on this? I've been cussing. Sure. Try to get him out sick. Um, yeah, that's that's tough, man. I think just make sure you communicate to who you're working with, like properly communicate to yourself, you know, um, properly, and just make sure that you're that you're doing what you want to do. Um, it's so much better to do sh- you want to do, you know, if you if you're enjoying it, you know. That sounds so cliche, man. So no. I, that's how it is. I think that's how it always goes, man. I wish I had an answer, but I mean, yeah. I
0: think that's wonderful. And
1: just yeah. lead by
0: example, you're crushing it. Thanks, man. We'll do this again.
1: Sick. Can man. we do it
0: uh, in the in the El Camino next?
1: Yeah, month? yeah, yeah. So I, I told Camino you that cast. I wanted to. Yeah, I think we should. I think we should renovate the El Camino just for a night and just do it in the back of the El Camino. I think that's a great idea.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We yeah. will find your stuff, Brian Allen Lamb. There it is. on Instagram.
1: This camera, this camera. This camera. This camera. Uh, Tell us what you got going on. Um, That's a Hot Ones thing. Um, That's it, man, right there.
0: All right, cool. Well, thanks for coming on the VanCast 007. Brian Allen Lamb. Go check him out. Thanks, dude.
1: Appreciate it, dude.